Everybody's going to prison, but you got to be cool, you understand me? Born to Bahamian father, raised in East Orange, New Jersey, Dorian Mizik has captivated audiences with undeniable talent and versatile performances in memorable roles. You think that it is important for an actor to have theater as a foundation? Has that been beneficial to you? The thing is about mentorship is that people don't really think about is that you kind of need it throughout your whole life. Pause. We got to talk about Denzel. Oh, oh yeah. Hi, you're tuned in to the Soul Center Podcast. This is the place where you get centered. Today, I'm here with actor, producer, DJ, awesome person, Dorian Mizek. Hi, Dorian. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being on the Soul Center. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're here in the Bahamas at the Atlantis Resort. Beautiful. At the beautiful Dilly Club. And I want to talk to you about your origin story. So I ask every guest this. What was that moment that set you on your path and kind of defined who you are today? Mm. Good question. I don't know if it was a specific moment, per se. I mean, it was like a period of my life, I think, like early, early childhood, like roughly around like four or five years old. Uh, when I started realizing how good a storyteller as my family members were, mm. you know, um, anytime we all get together, you know, everybody's telling stories, <laughs> and making each other laugh. And, and, and there was a moment in there where I think I retold something that happened at school and mm. realizing that my family was really like listening and was enraptured and they were laughing and stuff. And I thought that feels good. I, I, I might be able to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know that you have a Caribbean influence. So you grew up in East Orange, New Jersey. Yeah. And you have a Bahamian lineage. So tell us about right. that. Yes. My father, uh, Crosman Missick, he's, you know, was born, raised here on Mini Street. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, so where is here for our listeners and viewers? Raised yeah. in Nassau on, on Mini Street. Um, so I spent so much of my life, childhood, coming here for holidays and for summers and things like that. So this is my second home. No question about that. Uh, my mother is... Her dad uh, is from is from here as well, and we're actually related to uh, Timothy Gibson. Stop it! Yeah, please yes. tell the people who Timothy Gibson is. Well, he wrote the Bahamian National Anthem. Hello, somebody. Right. <laughs> so, so you got music in all blood. You celebrity on levels. I mean, it, it started. I was bound to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the Bahamas for a very specific reason. Right. You've come to be a part of this program called the Mirror Mirror Program which is a three-year mentorship program for boys ages 11 to 15 years old. That's quite a commitment. Right. Um, so what is this mentorship all about, and why are you doing it? Well, I think, you know, the, the biggest thing I find for mentors, especially for young boys right now, is a lot of situations where the father's not in the home, <laughs> male role models might not be the strongest. I think it's, it's just important to kind of have somebody to, you know, help you along that journey. You know, especially th those are like really imperative years, 11 to 15. Uh, you know, that's when your mind is really developing into what kind of man you're going to be, what kind of human being, an adult you're going to be. And sometimes if you don't have examples, the right examples, or you haven't seen success or you haven't seen someone just basically functioning through life in a, in a good in a good way, you you turn to other things. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like kind of that moment when you really need to be caught. And I think it's important. Did you have any of those moments where you needed to be picked up, where you fell down, you got trapped? 
Uh, you know, thank God, not not so much. I mean, I answer the regular trouble stuff that uh, young men can get into, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, particularly in America when you're young and black. Uh, just general small trouble can also lead to, you know, police intervention, even though uh, if I was white or someplace else, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But uh, so, yeah, I've had my run-ins, you know, nothing major at all. Okay. You know? okay. But mainly because I have, you know, I had a lot of male, strong, strong male I was going to ask Famous. you about that. Who were your models? Who mentored you? You know, I had my father, uh, you know, for for the majority of my, my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was around. Uh, my uncle, my mother's brother, he was he was definitely like my, my biggest guy. Well, I looked up to my uncle BJ. He's 10 years older than me. But uh, so he was kind of like a big brother. Yeah. So he was a perfect example of somebody kind of look up to. My grandfather, uh, Snooky, he was. Uh, Snooky? <laughs> <Snooky> and them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He probably was the most influential on in my life. That's my mother's uh, stepfather. Yeah. But he, watching him dealing with my grandmother and, and like, you know, uh, being like the head of the household and just having a very even keel personality really taught me a lot about, you know, problem solving and what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. You know? So who is the greatest influence in your life, male or female? Wow, a God. <laughs> mm-hmm. God is definitely my strongest influence. That's who I talk to the most. But uh, I also have, um, I'm a part of, the thing is about mentorship it, that people don't really think about is that you kind of need it throughout your whole life. You know, there's always going to be somebody who's walked the path that you're walking on right before you. There's mm-hmm. always going to be somebody, no matter what age you are. So right now I'm a part of a, um, what kind of like what I would consider a, a mentor group. It's a, um, We call it the growth group. And it's a group of men, um, all, it's Christian-based, and we meet once a week. As a matter of fact, we meet today. We meet once a week, and uh, we talk about our, our, what, how our week is gone, and um, we pray together. Mm-hmm. We bounce issues off of each other. We do it you know, once a week. I'm on the younger side of that, so most of the men in the group are significant, have, you know, have me by significant years. So they're kind of my mentors. You know, they, 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 they keep me on the right path. And... Um, I keep them cool, I guess, because I'm young in their eyes. Yeah. So, you know, the mentorship doesn't stop. You know, that's super important for me. You know, that that they I kind of call them my think tank. Like if, I, if, I'm, hmm. if I'm kicking off, kicking some issues around in my head, I need somebody to help me figure something out. You know, whether I should take this role or not, you know, or something's going on at home with the wife or the kid or something like that. They're they're very instrumental in helping me with that. Yeah. And so and that's something that's continued. That's something that I, I had to continue because I've been doing it from the time I was younger. I, I always sought out mentors. Even people who thought they who wouldn't maybe necessarily call themselves my mentor, mm-hmm. I looked up to. Yeah, yeah that's awesome to have that kind of support system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the thing about it is when you having mentors my whole life or having people I can look up to, mm-hmm. uh it it opens you up to being able to ask questions and feeling free to ask questions and not be embarrassed about it. Um because then there's a lot of things we just don't know. Mm-hmm. And so and you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So I ask questions. You know, if, if if somebody seems open enough and they've been someplace I haven't been before and I'm going there or something like that, I'll ask a question about it. I hear that. Yeah. So you mentioned the wife and the child. Yeah. Right. So you're a father, you're a husband, you're a producer, you're an actor, you're a DJ. This show is about sharing some life hacks with our listeners. How do you do all of that and be successful at that? Who? The biggest thing for me to keep me engaged in life is you have to stay curious. Hmm. So what feeds my curiosity is doing something that is something challenging, something I haven't done before. 
you know, um, so that keeps me engaged in life. You know, I think a lot of times your brain gets turns to mush when you just start to get into a routine and you feel like you don't need to learn anything else. You don't need to do anything new. You like the way things are going. And then next thing you know, you look up and you just life has kind of passed you by. So I've always been an advocate for for challenging myself. And so there's nothing more challenging than, um, you know, new fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, next to that is uh, being a husband. That's very challenging uh, at times. <laughs> I mean, you know, not, not necessarily in a bad way, but it challenges you as a human being. Because, yeah. You know, sharing a space with someone every day. Sharing life. It is true partnership. You know, yeah. I have a husband as well, so I know. Right. I know about that journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not something. It's not just, you know, do we get along? It's yeah. really like, do, do we agree on these things? And you know, uh, uh, making uh, moral decisions and things like that. You know, it, it's it's a big it's a big thing. So that that's kind of how I keep my brain still going and staying focused. Mm-hmm. And so when I start feeling uh, complacent, I look for something else to do. Yeah, you know, I've taken up golf. That's gonna keep me busy for the next twenty years. I can see because <laughs> I'm not good at it. Wow, wow! At least you're honest with yourself, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a challenge. You know, I, I have a tendency to find something that. Um, to, to challenge me and I, and I deep, I, di- I, you know, take a deep dive into mm-hmm. it and it keeps me engaged, you know, and then it helps you find other avenues to way to apply it to life. Mm-hmm. I've been boxing my whole life, you know, uh, wow. not competitively, no, but I just train, mm-hmm. but I train like someone who's training competitively because boxing, it can be, it can um, translate so well to life, mm-hmm. to the, into the, um, to the things that we need to do every day in life. And so I look for those kind of ways to tie things in mm-hmm. so that way I'm, I'm always engaged yeah so i want to say a shout out to simone mizek mm-hmm. my best friend no we're not really best friends yet because not we technically friend. haven't <laughs> met that's his beautiful amazing wife who is also an actor uh you guys are a power couple <laughs> so how do you all approach the work and being a family unit on um, you know what's funny the thing it, it, Go, getting back to mentorship in a strange way, mm-hmm. our relationship kind of reflects that. Like we mentor each other, you know. Um, when we were first, when we first got together, you know, obviously we're both artists, and so and we're we're kind of like what I call acting geeks. Like we, you know, we like write down scripts together. We 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 bounce <laughs> ideas off of each other. We're like the worst people to watch movies with. Wow. <laughs> but that's like part of our, you know, our two step. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things is when we first met, you know, Simone was in a, she was kind of in the starting off space hmm. in her acting career. And um, I was eager to kind of like, I give her pointers on her acting because her acting is incredible, but like things on just how to navigate the business, you know, like I would tell her like, listen, babe, you know, I'm working with actresses who you look up to hmm. and um, your work is no different. It's just about somebody seeing you. So you have to, you know, stay in it and stay focused and, um, you know, these are the these are the steps you need to take to get to where you want to go. And it's not a mystery. I've been there so I can I can point you in the right direction. And it was it seemed it was very helpful for her. And she, she always talks about that, how like it really helped her to keep going, because sometimes in this business, you can feel like like no one's listening. No one's noticing you. No one's acknowledging, you know, anything that you're doing. And, it, you know, by me telling her, like, look, you're going in the right direction. It gave her that extra push and then for me from a spiritual level you know we're we're both christians she was uh way more well versed on her bike than Mm. i and so she was very good at helping me you know getting in and interpreting the word and and she kind of like pushed me in that direction you know so we were able to balance each other out 
in that way. Wow. You know, and so that that kind of makes it, it, it makes it easy. I mean, we're, we're faith-based. We're a faith-based marriage. And so uh, if they, we don't, you know, the, the, the way we solve our issues is, is through the word. So mm. she might have an opinion. I might have an opinion. And if we, we find ourselves butting heads and, and no one wants to, no one wants to give, we say, well, you know, what does the word say? And mm. that's the final. That's it. You know, that's, that's how we end our arguments, wow. you know? Um, so that way it's kind of like we have some, we have a, a determining factor in how to solve our problems, you know? And so that, that's, that's always helpful because that always bases us, keeps us grounded, you know, with parenting, with dealing with the industry, making decisions about, you know, a lot of things in life, you know, we, if we find ourselves bucking up against things, we always, that's the question we ask ourselves is like, well, you know, what does the word say? Mm -hmm. And then that kind of makes us double back, you know? Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a great middle ground, <laughs> you know, to have that foundation and yeah. always going back to that foundation. Right. And I think, you know, I think any relationship kind of needs that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, our, for us, it's Christianity and it's the Bible. For anyone else, can, it can be whatever it is, but it's like, I think that, that there's like a, there needs to be like ground rules, you know, that are set that you're like, these, these are hard and fast rules that we stick to. So uh, as a couple and as a, as, a, as a partnership, this is, these are the things that determine how we make moves and make decisions. Mm -hmm. And then and it kind of like, it eliminates all the guesswork. Yep. You know, uh, a lot of the guesswork, it eliminates it. And it helps you to talk to each other in a, um, in a gentle manner and that kind of thing. It's, it's uh, you know, it's tough because mm. we're human, but it's definitely like necessary. Yeah. Okay. And jumping into the industry side of you, uh, I might get you in a little bit of trouble, but who, what's your favorite production that you've worked on? Or like who, who is your favorite actor that you've gotten to, to work with? Oh, man. Favorite production. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite production is my next one. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> Whatever the next job is, is like you do it, you know, because it's, it's, it's the thing is with, with the actor, I'm always in, um, in the process. Looking forward. Yeah. Next challenge. Like right. you said, you like challenges. Right. And so, you know, once I've kind of finished one project, it's like, all right, that's one thing that's done. Let's, let's, let's see what the next adventure is. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like you don't really look at your kids and say, you know, which one is, is the best. But I mean, you know what? I, what I found is I've learned a lot more from projects that I didn't do than I from projects that I did do. Hmm. Um, and that's something that people don't talk about a lot. Is like um, when, when I say projects I didn't do, like maybe something I was up for, mm -hmm. something that I met a director on, and and I, I walked away with the jewel based on something from our meeting or something like that. And I think a lot of times we miss that in life. Yeah. You know, we just think about the victories and like, well, what did you get? Not the process. Right. Right. And yeah. And I, I found that I've learned a lot more in that way. You know, um, I mean, there's definitely some actors that I would like to to work with more in depth. We, you know, like I, I, I've worked with Jamie Foxx. I love working with Jamie Foxx. I think he's like incredibly talented. Denzel Washington, incredibly talented. Pause. We got to talk about Denzel. Oh, oh yeah. We got to talk about Denzel. <laughs> Denzel, as we call it. <laughs> Please, what was that like? I mean, that was amazing. That, that, now, he's a perfect example of somebody who I learned more from outside of work than actually working. Hmm. Uh, because I, I, uh, I worked with him on Manchurian Candidate. So we did, we did a film together, and that was great to kind of work closely with I him. I love that movie. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to make. Um, so it was good to, to watch this process up close. But prior to that, I had um, gone through the audition process for the, his first film that he directed, Antoine Fisher's story. Mm -hmm. And that was at a moment in my career where I was doing theater, 
and doing commercials and I was trying to push through into the film space. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just felt like I was just kept hitting the ceiling, like I wasn't getting the parts. And going so far through that process really pushed me forward because it was like, you know, Denzel told me, you know, while we're going through it, it's like, listen, man, you know, your work is great. It's so strong. And he had like a lot of positive things to say about it. And then even when I didn't get it, you know, he called me personally to let me, you know, give me to deliver the bad news. Mm-hmm. However, it was just what I needed to push me to the next thing because I knew that I was moving in the right direction. You know, I didn't feel like I was just kind of lost in the ocean. You know, I was like, okay, well, if here's somebody who I, who I hold at high esteem, he knows good work and he's telling me I'm delivering. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's only a matter of time. And it wasn't long after that, maybe like three months later before I got my first big film. Wow. And so it, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> and so like that that's that that was like a, a a great lesson for me you know and i find i learn a lot more that way hmm. than off the jobs that i get because once someone tells me yeah you hired then i'm like into the process of working yeah and you know you learn things you obviously learn something new on every single project mm-hmm. you know um but definitely the it's the losses you have more time to kind of think about it ruminate uh and uh, or the lessons, as people say, they say don't we won't call our L's losses, we call them lessons. lessons. And you have to think about I like it. that L. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. And it's a good, and it's like I said, something you can apply to life. Like, all right, well, uh, you know, what did I learn from this? Mm-hmm. You know, what went wrong here, or what went right? You know, it just depends. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that it is important for an actor to have theater as a foundation? Has that been beneficial to you? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think it's just like. I mean, you know what, look, it's, it, it depends on the, what your goal is. Like, I can't tell somebody what their goal needs to be in life for the type of actor that I deem myself to be in, that I, you know, like to continue doing theater is, is, is a necessity. It is like, is the, it's the air I breathe, you know. However, there are many people who come into the business from different angles, you know, who have different goals. You know, some people... Just you want something different. Mm-hmm. And so depending on what you want, you know, you figure out your best journey and you and you and you uh, that's another place where mentors come in handy, because if you're not interested in doing theater, you might want to look at somebody who's made it in the industry without doing theater and figure out what steps they took and, you know, maybe model what they did. Um, myself, personally, I grew up going to the theater. And so it was that was the beginning of my love for this game. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what's. What is your message to young people and to young men in particular about getting into the business and about life and, and how to thrive and succeed? Well, so many ways to get into the business. It's, it's, it's tough now, like, you know, it's, it, which I think is beautiful with the Internet and with TikTok and with YouTube and all that. There's like there's not the gatekeepers are not we don't we're no longer stuck to having to depend on the, the gatekeepers at this studio or this place to give you a shot, you know, so. I think now, I think young people could probably tell me more about how to get into the business <laughs> than I could tell them, you know, because I got into it very traditionally, you know, doing theater and someone saw me and then, um, you know, introduced me to an agent who, you know, and that's the kind of thing that you hope happens. And it takes a lot longer than if I had just, you know, if I just had the opportunity to just make a movie, yeah, you know, on my own, on my telephone and then put it out into the world such a powerful tool yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean the thing that i would tell people is just keep doing it keep working at it like at at every opportunity you have sharpen your tool Mm -hmm. you know um because uh we have a thing we say in a boxing gym where we say you know you you gotta uh stay ready so you don't have to get ready Mm. you know what i'm saying yeah and so 
if you're always sharpening your tool, when that opportunity comes, it'll just be a part of the process. It won't be like, I've been waiting for this moment. You won't be nervous and all that you'll have been doing it, you know, um, because a lot of times your biggest opportunities come uh, when at unexpected moments, you know, somebody might offer you an opportunity and say, well, you got, you know, come tomorrow and do this thing. Well, you know, if you've been rusty, you might not be able to show up tomorrow yeah. and be that good. But if you've been doing it, it's just like, you know, this is something It's like breathing, you know, and, and you're ready. And so I, that's the thing that I would say is just continue to do it as much as possible and uh, make your own stuff. Uh, stay focused. Do not look at other people's journeys in terms of comparison, you know, because, you know, God has put us on this earth to do our own thing. You know, it's already been written. So we don't need to look at somebody else and compare what they've done by whatever age, you know, like, oh, I'm 25 and I should have done this by 25. You, know, you don't need to worry about that. Mm -hmm. All you need to think about is putting one foot in front of the other and continuing to get better, I you know, and work that. on yourself too. Yeah, because I think that self-work makes you a better artist. Hmm. You know, the people who have the work that tends to get stale are people who, you know, live in bubbles and don't have an opportunity to experience the world and, um, have new experiences, mm. you know, and so then they kind of just repeat what they've already done, you know, because they're not out experiencing things, they're not out improving on themselves, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So yeah, life, life feeds your art. It should at least. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, like I'm a different artist now, now that I'm a dad, you know what I mean? Than I was prior to it. Speaking of being a dad, uh, there's something I'd like you to do. I'd like you to look at that camera and talk to your son. What do you want him to know? <laughs> Give him a message. I'll tell him the same thing I tell him every day. Listen, man, you're a champ. You're, tell him every day. You are a champion. You are a child of God and you are a mystic. And that means something. Wow. Thank you, Dorian. Of course. This has been such a wonderful time. Oh, yeah. That was quick. That was good. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Um, yeah. Until next time, hope to have you back. And thank you for sharing your words of wisdom. This is the Soul Center podcast. Hopefully you got centered.